All right, guys, welcome to the OVNI interviews. We're your hosts, Eric Bork and Mikey Taylor. What up? We're the co-founders of OVNI, a brand for entrepreneurs and influencers and creators today. Uh, real quick, before we intro our guests, we're launching at the end of 2018 a collective for basically goal setting. It's called the Mindshare Collective. Check it out at ovnidigital.com forward slash mindshare. And let's jump right in right here. Our guest today was stretching athletes out doing physical therapy when he started making really entertaining videos. And I watched a couple of them. They were hilarious. And his name's Danny Duncan. Danny, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, thanks for holding these mics, man. I feel like we're doing stand-up comedy here. I know. I'm getting nervous now. All right, dude. So let's start with your story. You... Do we start with physical therapy or where do we start? What what was the dream when you came out to Ke you're from Florida, right? Yeah, I'm from Florida, so I was like working with skateboarders and stuff and uh the Tampa Am kind of got my foot in the door and then Tampa Pro and then came to LA to like work with everyone cuz that's where all the pro skaters were. What caused you to come out to LA? Uh it was this is just like the home of like if you wanted to be a pro skateboarder. Skateboarding. Yeah, you go to LA and I want I had that like niche where I was just working with skateboarders was my prime focus. So what were you doing with them? Because when I, well, the first time I ever so met sketch. you or saw you. <laughs> what were you doing with them? Well, dude, I, seriously though, I remember the first time I ever saw you was at the barracks and I'm skating. I look over and you're in the corner with like a massage table on, stretching somebody out. It wasn't out. the corner, dude. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> it was not the corner. <laughs> I swear you were by the Mountain Dew machine. By the gate, right? Maybe. Behind the hubba. That's amazing. I know. I, I, I thought it was, like up, it was I thought it was up on the thing. And so I remembered looking, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And somebody's like, oh, it's Danny, he stretches skaters. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. So I did this thing called like active isolated stretching. And basically it was like massage, but it's not massage, it's stretching. So yeah. it's like, you know, supposed to help your like legs and everything better. And I feel like skaters are just like killing their bodies, but no one helps them. So yeah. I was like, fuck, I want to do this. And like a long time ago, I like wanted to do this and never did it. And then I saw Zion Wright's like Florida Days part hit him up on Instagram and then he was like, yeah, I'm down to do that. And I'd like talk to his dad and stuff. And then that's who I started working with first. So we're right now, we're like four stories up and downtown. You were pretty close by here at one event. Tell us about that. When right you next came door. Out. Yeah. Like I, uh, I was out here and like there was a sixth and mill had like Nike SB. I think it was uh yeah. Nike used to League. have a private park right there and they were having some event, right? Yeah. And so like when I came out here, I, I remember I literally had $32 in like a Ziploc bag, like no joke, no, no, like money in my bank account because it was negative. So like came out here with nothing. And I remember going there with uh, this guy, Justin Williams. And I was like waiting in his car because he was like, you know, he knows people and he was like trying to get me into it. And then I waited in his car for a while and he came out with like a wristband. So he got me in and I was like worked on like Daryl Angel, I think, or like Trevor Colden, a bunch of random people, a guy from Plan B. I think his name was Ryan. Mm. And like they would, you know, like throw me some cash. <laughs> Sprite checkler or something. No, 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 no. He was like a TM, like a TM. Okay. Maybe his name's not Ryan. Um, but yeah, so they would like throw me cash and yeah, I would just do that. And so, so you were doing stretching out. Did you ever work like for a facility or do people like pay you private? Yeah, I would just get tips. Like that's about it. And then uh, I got hired by a couple of people. Well, okay. Was it enough to like... Like, yeah. was that going to be your path, right? You're like, dude, I'm crushing it. Like, No, yeah, definitely wasn't crushing it. So it was kind <laughs> of a shocker then. I, I worked with, a, I had like a lot of clients in Florida. So like where I got paid, you know, and I could, I could yeah. survive fine in Florida. It was like really easy. Like I made good money for where I was from in Inglewood. But coming out here, obviously I, I it was like an all new like totally. slate of people. So I was like building that up. Um, 
you mentioned though that there was something behind it like you want to help athletes out like there's kind of kind of some drive behind it yeah i like love sports still love sports and love being involved it was cool to like help people and like be a part of like you know kind of be a part of their success if someone was like hurt an ankle or whatever and then you help them get back up you know yeah and then for sure. so that I, I like that a lot have you have do you have a background in anything else other than skating like football basketball anything like that or is it primarily skating yeah and i i just skated for fun i wasn't like it, that was like the yeah, but I did uh, baseball, um, track, cross country, wrestled a little bit, and then uh, got into triathlon uh, once I graduated high school. So you, you've run triathlons before also? Yeah, yeah, that's what I used to do. Nice, dude. Okay, so you're out here in California. So where does making videos come into play? Um, How did this start? Yeah, that's what I want to know too. Chris, all right. Well, Chris Chan like, reached out to me because he was actually in college for like uh, – like human movement type stuff. Yeah, we interviewed Chris and he told us about that stage. He was in college and f- kind of figuring his thing out too. Yeah, so he had messaged me and was like, yo, I like what you do. We should do a collab, like some type of like human body type 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 thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. And he was like coming up on YouTube like, and he was showing me like he was actually making money and stuff. And I was like, fuck, this is sick. And I was, I got hired by uh, Jason Lee. He was like doing this TV show pilot and he wanted to gain some muscle. So like I was working with him and he was like, yo, you're pretty funny. Like you should, uh, try acting out or something and um i was like all right and he was like yeah dude, you should just like get followers like because when you go to auditions if you have followers it's like way better chance oh i didn't know that i had no idea yeah so he said that so i was like okay yeah i'll, I'll do that for sure so i did like the youtube and instagram thing and then just started hustling that and then well, it couldn't have been overnight, right? No, oh, dude. Took a while, yeah. So I, now that we talked about it a little before the interview, but I remember when you did, so there's a video, like if you go back in your history of videos, um, the how to kiss a girl at that point, or what, I don't know if that's what it was called. It was like kissing girls for money at Venice, right? For money. Yeah. I don't know. Nah, what it, it was funny though. Chris is on Chris's. It was like skate tricks for a kiss. Skate tricks. So if for, you like land the trick, then they kiss you or whatever. Skate if tricks for a kiss. Don't. That was yeah. it. And the thumbnail had like, some uh, like a plump booty and it got like six million views or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that that was a funny one. At that point, how many subscribers did you have? Was it uh, small in the beginning? Th- yeah, yeah, very small. Because I, I was I remember posting videos to YouTube about like three ways to improve like ankle strength. Oh, that's how you launched it. Yeah, like that's I had rad, like two thousand followers. Like I remember doing that and like um, I I remember doing a collab with Chris like. Uh, like a 30 minute ab workout or something like with Chris Chan, you know, or 10, 10, 10, 10 ab exercises with Chris Chan. Like we did a collab like that. That's how I started. my. Channel. I didn't know that. That's oh, rad. Wow. And so what you were like, this isn't working or no, I just no. want to go in a different path or did it naturally evolve? It was just like, cause I, I mean, obviously, obviously like most people, especially in skating, like everyone's a big fan of Jason Lee and like when he, and he's like hilarious. And when he was like, yeah, I think you, I think you'd do well. And he's like, you're funny. I was like, well, fuck dude. It gave me just so much confidence to like go for it, you know? That was when I was just like, all right, I'm going to switch. Okay. Because I was just like, if it worked, you know, I mean, that sounds like pretty cool. Yeah. And so when did you step away from the stretching or or training? I had, I was hired by him to like work with him through this period. Once that finished, I just like went for the. YouTube, just full time. Yeah, just making videos. Is that what it is? YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A creator, yeah. So, yeah. so basically, you you helped him gain Jason Lee gain strength or put on weight for a movie or a role, and then you were just like, "I'm doing this. This is it." Yeah. So basically, I, I that we finished, and then I think like right after that, I had went back to Florida, and I was just making videos in Florida because obviously I, I was just living at my cousin's house, like sleeping on his couch, and like 
did landscaping on the side to like make a little bit of cash. And then I was just making videos like, dude, I love it. That, it. It reminds me of like coming up skating. Like you just do it and it's so fun. Yeah. And it's like at that time you're making no money, right? Yeah, exactly. Were you making any money from YouTube at that time? Oh no, it's awful. Like, None. Like hundred bucks a month. Like, but it's just so fun. You wake up, you get into it. It's like, you want to do it. You meet different people. Okay. So now I'm seeing like kind of where, and that was around the time with the, where you started doing these videos with Chris Chan, right? Yeah. And I would basically, I'd go back to Florida for like four months, just recover, make this landscaping money, make my own videos, like slowly growing. You know, I, I was always growing a little bit and then I'd come back to LA for like four months, couch surf, you know, sleep where I had to make videos collab with him and, and, and whatever, make my own videos also like do pranks on college campuses and then grow, you know, get a boost. And then dude, like, like when you're like having to find places to sleep, it's like the worst, like when you don't know where you're going to sleep. dude. So yeah. like that was what was hard. So after like so long, you'd have to like, I would just have to go back to Florida because like I didn't want to like burn out and like just hate life yeah. so much. So I would just keep doing that cycle where it's like, yeah. And when did you start to kind of see, what was like the first like this actually is going to work. I know you, so you had the confidence, but when did you start to kind of feel like, Hey, this is like, could be like something that I do. Yeah. I think when I was getting like a hundred subs a day, I knew like it was, it was definitely going to work. And then but I remember getting like a check for like two grand a month. And then the next month it was like two grand. And I was like, Holy like, dude, this is so much money. <laughs> but, and then, yes. No, but then the month like ends and I was like broken. I was like, dude, how, where did it all go? That's amazing. So where, when, like, where was the like tipping point back then before this algorithm changed? Like a hundred thousand subscribers and you're crushing 200,000 where you're making like significant money. Yeah, no, not really. I remember, uh, well, I remember when I hit 10 K subs, Chris was like, welcome to YouTube. <laughs> and then, uh, we were at like USC walking around. 100k subs i don't even remember where what i was doing but uh like basically with just not have, just i guess flat out saying it when did money like when did you start making like real money i think when i was able to buy a car it was like the first time i was finally like making money because i had you, like five grand in cash like which was kind of a lot and was yeah. that all through ad sales that was through like adsense and then i was with wasserman for a little bit you know that media company uh-huh, uh-huh. so i was with them and he got me like a we were working with like a network, so he was going to get me a signing bonus. They were doing that whole deal, and, he, and I was going to use that to buy a car. And then he got me a little brand deal with JBL Audio. And he gave, he's like, yo, I got you this money so you could buy a car so you, we don't have to stress about this uh, network thing. We can like take our time and get a good deal on it. And then that kind of like that moment was when I was like, fuck. Because then I had like, f- like some money coming there, and then I was getting this network signing bonus. And I was like, wow. And AdSense, you know? Yeah. But I think when I made merch, merch was when shit just, like, took off, dude. So how big of a problem was that for, like, I was creators just... or influencers, right? Before you go there, how many how many were there out there were like, dude, I'm, I have a ton of followers. My AdSense isn't enough for me to live. Were there a lot of people out there trying to figure out how to make money on it? And was merch, like, the ultimate solution? No, AdSense it? was good back then, for oh, sure. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. So people fine. were just crushing on AdSense. Yeah, and I, I was doing fine. Like, so merch wasn't like, like a solution to the algorithm changing. No, merch dude, was just it was on before top. algorithm. Okay. I, I remember getting like 3.5 million views in a month and it making like 20 grand. And uh. like, dude, now I make like 20 million views. I don't, ma- I don't even make 20 grand. Yeah. It's just like fucked. Yeah. But yeah, I remember getting like 3.5 million views in a month and getting 20 grand. I was like, it was like in December and I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. Like this is insane. <laughs> That's yeah. the moment like, right there. Dude, and it's weird because like, now 20 grand is like, I just made that in a fucking circle challenge, like doing nothing, <laughs> dude. Like, and it's, 
It's like anyone watching, dude, it doesn't matter what you make. Like, it'll never be enough. Yeah. Fucking never. Yeah. So, dude, tell us. I don't know if this was, like, long after that, but one of... Uh, I don't watch every YouTube video. Like, I'll catch up. But one of the videos I saw that was rad is you driving your sister's car into a lake. Yeah. And anybody that knows you knows the video, right? But for people that don't know you, like, that was legit, right? She yeah. had no idea. Yeah, everything on my channel is real. So, she had no idea. Yeah. And she, basically, you took your sister's truck and drove it into a lake yeah so i like <laughs> dude it was so funny because she was on my insurance so like i uh had bought this car and didn't tell her and took her truck off the insurance and, and switched it onto the new car like the day before uh, and then we were surprising her the next day so we were driving to my this is my mom had rented a house at the time so we were driving there to go do it and i was like fuck dude like what if like because the cops are coming for sure once i drive this shit into the lake you know yeah that's so what i, I wanted to, to ask you i had to fucking call geico and be like yo we need to insure this car real quick because i didn't want to get arrested for driving without insurance technically yeah. so if we insured it real quick i i just did it drove her truck into the water she came running out like my cousin helped me get her outside and stuff and then we had like parked her car the new car like right on the side it was sick did you get in trouble for that though? no they let me go i think because of the, the kind gesture i did they were like cool about it oh and was, did they leave it in the lake no i had that was the thing i had to get it out oh okay yeah so okay. you had to pay okay. for a tow truck to pull it out dude I, and they couldn't get it uh, they couldn't find it it was like a retention <laughs> pond dude it was like 30 feet deep no yes 30 feet deep dude it's so <laughs> funny watching your sister be like what'd you i can't remember what she said but like what'd you do yeah and we had to we had to pay for the tow truck but we had to pay for a diver to come out and go down there and, and hook the tow truck thing to it and, yeah. for, and then for them to pull it out. Oh, that's amazing. That's so amazing. So where do you, like, how, what's the process for you for creating these videos? Is it just, like, some random thought? Or do you, like, spend time putting together, like, a concept behind them? No, yeah, usually we just go film and improv most of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm just like, yo, oh, we should do this real quick. And how often do you do that? Uh, every day, I find, every time I film. Do you film every day? No, just, like, I don't know, like, four days a week. Okay, so you're kind of fearless, dude. That's one thing. No, he's not. He's not. He he wouldn't take the elevator up here. Nah, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No. Uh, the door downstairs. Just to tell everybody, <laughs> we go to get the elevator, and he won't get in the elevator. And he's like, "I'm taking the stairs," and the door was locked. And I'm like, "Yo, it's mellow." He was like, "I'm not going." Sorry. So I'm, I'm not. The I don't, funny I don't like thing small is, though, spaces. I literally can relate to that. For me, it's like that with water. Well, th that's my. If I don't have control. I can relate to that. Yeah, so I'm scared of I'm scared of sharks, like fucking petrified. Yeah, I don't go in the ocean really. Yeah, like rarely. I'm fucking really scared of sharks, and I don't like small spaces really. Yeah, elevators. Um, I hate elevators. But <laughs> I, hate I, I was more referring to people. Were you? But now I would say you're kind of fearless with people. Were you like this? Bef like, did did this help boost confidence, or were you always just like not afraid to talk to people? Oh yeah, always been like the same. You know, like, I'm sure you watched, like, CKY growing up. Yes. Like, it's just, like, I always did all that stuff, same stuff. Got you. So, yeah. like, kind of, like, you'll see kids now, like, tag me and stuff where they, like, copy me. So, it's, like, the same. Like, I would just go out and do all the stuff CKY did at, in, like, Florida. Love it, dude. Okay, so, here's here's the thing. Like, how do you make, so you make good money. Um, you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to. But how did you turn this thing into a career? So, AdSense. And merch, is that all you do or what else do you do? Uh, we hustle everything, man. I think people, well, I shouldn't say this, young people know. But like a lot of like even people my age or older don't think this is a reality to make money doing this. There's two misconceptions we see all the time. 
Number one is you don't work for what you do. Dude, like, and I was going to say this, we kind of skipped over I mean, over but it. I don't in a way. Like, I, I know I work, but it's like, dude, no. working at Walgreens as a cashier sucks. It sucks so bad. And dude. also, if, if talking to Chris, like Chris Chan, he mapped out his channel. And one thing that he said, and you were one of these friends, he's like, I had all these friends that were like doing videos and like they just stopped. They didn't keep doing yeah. the work. So that's misconception one misconception too. I don't know if it's a misconception, but something that's really cool when you do see is someone like yourself that's coming up. How old are you? Uh, 26. 26. You're, you're making smart investments, which is really cool to see. And to me, dude, it's almost like you're like the, like the new generation of like, uh, like punk rock bands. Like those guys made such psycho money. And it's like what you're doing to me reminds me a lot of like the bands when I was a kid hearing what they would do. So anyways, back to the point. Uh, you were saying... No. You just went on the most psycho tangent. I was wondering where you were going with it. Well, I was just saying it's cool that he's smart with his, that he's doing smart things with his money because how many people do you see like, I got money and they spend it all, you know? I like what Bam Margera did. I think he's pretty sick. Yeah. My, like my, I know he, that, he got, that guy got money. So like I'm trying to... I look at what he does. So, so let's talk That's about That's what we were talking like about. He, has like a, he had the TV show. He did the merch. He did like, you know, the L element thing and he was yep. like killing it. And I think he wasn't he selling like more boards than like any other person through at Element point? at the time of the show. I, I don't I know the numbers, heard but like I thirteen thousand a month or something. I heard the numbers back in the day. I don't know them, but what a lot. He had his shoe like thirteen or twelve thousand a month. Yeah, I, I imagine. Yeah, so. I mean, he had his shoe. Like I made my own sandals, like slides. You, you know? did? Yeah. So was Bam a big influence for you? Yeah, dude, he's the best. I mean, he drinks alcohol. I don't drink alcohol at all. But like, okay, maybe if he was like sober. Have you been sober always? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I drank like, a couple times when I was like younger, but I haven't drank since I was 15. Okay. That's but, rad. Yeah. If, if he was like sober, I'd be like him, but not as ballsy. He's definitely like more badass, but. So what was the tour about? That's what we we're talking about. Um, the different things you do. Yeah. So yeah, the ways I make money, I did a tour mm-hmm. and then, uh, I, I don't did, know anything about the tour. Tell me about the tour. I did like 20 cities around the country. It was like uh 25 days, 26 days long. And then, uh, we just, I just came up with this show to, because I didn't want, because, okay, people in my position, they, they get these followers and, dude, it's fucking whack. They just, oh, we're having a meetup, meet us here, they come, they take their selfies with the fucking people and then they dip it and they make money. It's just, it's stupid. I didn't, I didn't want it to be like that, I guess. So I tried to come up with a way for someone to come watch this show, like have a cool experience and then leave, like, that was the fucking best night of my life or like, that was a really fun night, you know? Yeah. So we just like came up with this thing and like... I had like my friend Cameron, you know, he, he's her. And then uh, we had another, they're, they're like little people. So like both of them would like, they'd have like a dance off and shit. It was pretty funny. We'd call like a mom on the stage, like dance on her and stuff. Um, we did like, I kind of took like, they have like, you know, like midget wrestling. So I kind of stole that in a way and we had like this ring and then I would like, come, like Cameron and the other guy would be like wrestling and I would come out of nowhere with like that stone cold shit and like drop kick them. And then uh, just a bunch of stuff we'd, I try to make it engaging for fans so they'd come up and like fight against me with those like uh, jousting things. Yeah. yeah. Um, we choreographed rad, like a five person dance. Uh, I do this thing like the old man haircuts, something I did when I was a kid all yeah. the time. We'd, we'd give all the fans like old man haircuts and they'd like love it. Um, How many people would show up to each stop? Yeah, we sell like each venue was like 500 to like 1200 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was and cool. were, did you have like one thing you did like boom boom hug jam or did, was it like you would innovate as you went? Yeah, I did the same like routine at each show, but we, you know we'd improv a lot of stuff too. Yeah, gotcha. um, 
trying to think. Yeah, we throw out like merch. There's tons of stuff, but it was pretty cool. So you you do shows, which that is really cool because I do see people doing like a lot of just like they'll show up and then like take pictures and leave. Yeah, so it's whack. That would be a lot more fun. Like if I went to that and saw you doing all these things, that would be a, a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I just always don't want to be like that cringy person. Like, you know, like the Jake Paul type people. Like if, if a parent took their kid to that, they're just going to be like, what the fuck is this? You know? Yeah. Like, dude, this sucks. So I have a lot of parents come up to me after and be like, that was actually pretty cool. Like, I'm a fan now, like, yeah. which is sweet. So we just try to do crazy stuff, you know, and then, like, everyone would be pretty stoked. So I just didn't want, like, even a parent to come and be like, dude, you suck. Like, so I tried to make it as the best I could. Let's talk about your merch. So you're sure Virginity Rocks. <laughs> Where Do you come up with all this stuff yourself? Um, I just saw it. I thought it was funny and just made it better. Is it, I popularized it, I guess. So is Virginity Rocks the whole entire like brand or do you have multiple well, i just sell like random things like, like you know like what's chris chris's what's his company or what's his merch thing? unsatisfied unsatisfied right so that's his merch yeah right so it's yours virginity rocks and it's just no, no, it changes no. right no i do tons of stuff oh it does i'm just danny duncan like i have danny duncan's signature like so I, you like, come up with ideas and then whatever idea you come up with you put on your merch right? yeah I, yeah i just tell the graphic dude my homie just let's and, do a shirt with virginity rocks yeah, or like karen's legalized eating ass just i saw like <laughs> eric andre had like legalized ranch legalized so he just like ass. dude he like throws like ranch dressing <laughs> wait hang crowd. on bro hang on so, <laughs> so you I have a shirt that. legalized eating ass how yeah. many shirts do you sell with legalized eating ass on it oh they, yeah they sell out like how many though like how many of you buy that i don't know thousands Holy i don't know shit but like, and then, oh, I, like I was on Snapchat, okay? Like this girl I know, I was like watching her Snapchat story and her friend had a shirt. It just said like practice safe sex. And I was like, dude, that's fucking hilarious. But the shirt was like practice safe sex on the back. It said, so go fuck yourself or something like that. And I was like, dude, that's a good shirt. So I literally was just like, yo, mock this up. We just put practice safe sex on it, did some colorways and I sold thousands of them. Because, and I also try to like promote like positive things. Like, cause a lot of kids are dumb and don't use condoms. So I like genuinely try to promote that like we sell condoms too but like <laughs> try to like and, oh you do it and yeah i sell i would sell thousands of condoms a month no way yeah like endless endless condoms dude like i would just but like that's the thing dude kids kids are just they're not informed anymore dude they just all want to have sex and like not wear condoms and like i swear or or even the virginia rocks like we like it's like funny and stuff but we like kind of take it serious like i don't make fun of virginia in any way like I, no, I'm not laughing. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm yeah. not laughing. No, I know. I'm laughing because I never would have thought condoms would be a part of merch. Yeah. What, I just try to make anything. I know I know shit will sell, so I just sell whatever. Fanny so, packs, like anything. So, fanny packs is a rad one. Fanny, fanny packs is Fanny cool. packs is a hot so, one, yeah. So how, do you have a team that helps you with all this? Uh, I have like a filmer who edits and stuff, and then I have uh, like a graphic artist. Okay. And and then I have like the company that does my merch. Like they, they help out as well. Okay. And then... Uh, I signed with like CAA, the agency. Yeah, that's okay. right. So we have the tour, merch, AdSense. Is there anything else? Because that's a, I mean, you're doing pretty good, man. Circle challenges. So, okay, tell us about the circle challenge. It was just a challenge where uh, you stand in a circle until everyone leaves. They ended it with four people, me and three others. So, And how long was, did you stay in the circle? It was like 32 hours almost. He stood there for 32 hours. With weight on. And if you win, you get 100 grand, but... Like there were basically four people staying after 32 yeah. hours. So you called it. So yes, Who we called it? The guy that does the video? No, you like make it, you like do a little agreement and they're just like, yeah, everyone gets 25 K it's a tie. And I was like, Hey, I don't lose. I don't mind. I just didn't want to lose. So yeah. I was like a tie. I don't, I, I, I had lunch with him uh, last week and he was telling me about this circle challenge, right? I'm going to do the circle challenge. I was like, 
okay, what's that mean? He's like, last one standing wins a hundred grand. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, so what do you do? Do you eat? Do you what? Like, where do you go to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Well, I just, I'm, I'm not going to eat. I don't need to go to the bathroom. I'll just, I'm going to yeah, win. Yeah. And they no let way. us go to the bathroom. They let us eat whatever. Right? It was pretty easy. Like it's, it's just the weight got pretty heavy. There was like 60 pounds on you. So after like hours, I didn't know about the weight, but when he was telling me, right, he's like this, I'm going to win. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, no, seriously though. Like no one will beat me. I will win. And he was so confident. I was like, holy shit. I bet he's going to win. I would have won. And then right when I see him uh, at the elevator right now, he's like, my lips are chapped. I did the challenge. I won. (laughs) No chapstick. Yeah, the sun got to me. That's crazy. But yeah. um, So yeah, I make most of my money off merchandise. AdSense, you know, kind of pays like my filmer. Mm-hmm. and shit i don't have to do any work like that um graphic artists um so yeah i got adsense brand deals sometimes companies will pay you like yeah tw- tell us 20. about brand deals do you do those at all yeah sometimes like uh like audible i like love reading books and oh shit. yeah so like they hit me up and they want to do a brand deal i was like yeah that's good because because it's like super positive to totally. tell kids to fucking read books about making money and shit so it's like uh did that. That was easy. Did another one with them. So made a bunch of money and then just random companies, I guess. What is the sustainability in this? Like how long can you do this? Does anybody know yet? Uh, I mean, cause there's no one to really gauge it off. Right. I, I feel like it's up to you. Like I think most of the thing, most of the time people just get tired of it and want to do something else. Uh-huh. So that's why do I mean, have- I think I could honestly like, I, and I don't like think like this, but I know like realistically if I wanted to just keep going and going, I could Yeah. for sure. Do you think you hit a point where you just... I think people, you just get... I think I'll get over it at some point. You, you know what you want to do after that? Go back into sports medicine or... No, definitely not. No. I, don't, I don't know. Not sure yet? Not sure yet. But I'm, I'm just going to keep... I mean, dude, the merch just makes so much money and it's like fun right now still. So it's like, I'm not going to stop doing it. No, totally. So, yeah, yeah, totally. But I think as long as you post good shit, then you're going to just be fine. Yeah. So it's like, because why would people stop watching if you're still posting good stuff? Yeah, no, totally. I think it's like anything. Once yeah. you're, once you're, if it's this, once your content sucks, or if it's product, if your product ever gets bad, that's when you lose people. Yeah, Bro, exactly. It stays good. If I was to like get older and like kind of lose what people like, right now I feel like I'm very aware of like what people want to see and what people want to wear. So like I know that. So I it's, didn't even think about that. So God, it's like it's once, like a, once if if I was to just because there comes a point when shit is just cringy and it's not funny anymore, and you see it, like I see it, I'm like, yeah, dude, that's not funny, like. So it's like, are it, there older people doing it that are like, or just well. people that were doing YouTube that are kind of like, they're yeah, just older. Dude, it's, it's like skating. It's like all of it. It's like whenever you're doing something that's like connected with the youth, you, you get, you eventually become not the youth. Right. It's like, I went through it with skating. Like you well, get to a point where you don't know what the kind kids of, want, but it's like right? Dan Bozarian is like older, but he kills it. Cause he knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's just, yeah. And it's like, also, I think a lot of it too, is that just, it's staying in touch with people are watching, but they're like CKY, like the funny stuff you're doing, it, it never really gets old as long as yeah. you're doing stuff that's funny. Yeah. Which is kind of like athletics. There's a major like 30 to 35 year. Like when you hit that age, it's hard to keep going. You could keep if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could keep doing funny shit for the rest of your life. And if it's funny your audience will probably stay loyal to you even if there's some new platform they watch you on, which I think that's the cool part about it. Like athletics, you kind of like, to me, the worst career you could ever have. I love watching MMA and boxing, but it's the worst one. Yeah. One fight, you're out, you know? Yeah, they get beat, they get their head beaten. And then bad. it's like your whole reputation gets, it's like if if you keep doing funny stuff, I think people will keep watching, which is 
yeah, I think that's approach. the whole image thing too is like important. If your image kind of falls off in some way. So like right now, you know, obviously like I'm doing fine. Everyone thinks I'm the shit or whatever. Like it's like, it's like Bam Margera. He does all that crazy or did all that crazy stuff. It's like people respect that because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like if the stuff wasn't crazy or wasn't actually hard to do, it's like people wouldn't really respect it, I think. But it was so gnarly that everyone re- is going to respect it. Like for sure, dude. And like, like I would like, love no to watch to a Bam and like a jo- or a Johnny Knoxville movie right now. Like if they're funny, I'll yeah, watch it. You exactly. Know? Like, yeah. th- and it's been... I don't know what 25 30 years since they started doing it not that long but no it hasn't been that long well Bam started when he was like 15 I went to the CKY the first video ever it was at the ASR trade show and there was like 10 people there huh that was it, he, and he to. started like all of it right the CKY which, which it was the land speed video the wasn't it other thing and then made jackass Big Brother magazine. Yeah, the and first CKY. one ever was CKY. I think that, and then it was CKY 2K, and that came out around 2000. Yeah. So I think it should, it would have been like 99 or 2000 when he put that out. So good days, seniors. Okay, so you talk publicly about how much money you make. Yeah, I wasn't gonna ask you. <laughs> Tell us. Um, I, <laughs> I straight up like. Went, well, I'll say why when we interviewed Chris Chan. We were like, you can make a living. How do you make a living? We were like interested in people are like, you guys just care about money. It's like, no, we're stoked you're like doing good. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I don't care. Like, I mean, what are they going to fucking rob my money? <laughs> FDIC insured, bitch. Doesn't matter. No, like, uh, or I have it in stocks or whatever, you know, real yeah. estate. So, it's, I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, so, you're doing really good. Yeah, like, I'll probably make like $3 million this year or so. That's a good living, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, what do you... so? So what are you doing with this money? I know you do a lot with it. Bought a house, bought another house, or you're about to look at a property and buying and developing on it. Where'd you buy houses at? Uh, I bought it in my hometown because like, you know how this shit could come to an end. I was like getting paranoid. So I was like, I just got a house, paid it off. And like, in case something happens, I can go live there and not have to worry about anything. And people Uh, can talk shit. So two houses in Florida? Yeah. Well, my neighbor's house was for sale. It's like five acre lots. And that was for sale for like five, five fifty. I just, I was like, fuck, dude, if someone buys this house, I'm going to be pissed. So I got it for, I did my tour and then just put like 200 down on it. It was, got you. Fi- I got it to 500. So I bought that. So what else? You bought, bought the houses. What are you doing with your money? Mikey's going somewhere. Uh, I bought a shit ton of Amazon stock, but like, nice. I like 750 a share. So awesome. That What's it at right now? I think like 1680. Okay. Kinda, it was at 2000. Shit dipped. Really? <laughs> Do you follow the stock market a lot? Yeah. Daily? Yeah, just like the, those ones. Like, I like Tesla too because it always fluctuates. I love Tesla, but I'm terrified of it at the same time. I am, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos said that uh, he's like one day uh, Amazon will be bankrupt. That <laughs> said something like that, but they say it's like common for like companies. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, he said one day Amazon or one day Tesla. Amazon. He was just like they. Someone was like, because they always say Amazon's like unstoppable and stuff. He's like, no, I truly believe one day Amazon will be bankrupt or out of business or something like that. I was like, <laughs> I was like what the fuck? Hey, dip. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. So you made a point. I actually been thinking about this the whole time. You said it right in the beginning. You made a point that it's never enough. When you start making money, it's never enough. Yeah, it never will be. It's just like a game. It's like progress is what I think people chase. Yeah, I think you're right. Just but the, do you have a number? Is there a goal you're trying to get to? Or is it just... Strictly. I just want like hundreds of millions, yeah. Hundreds of millions? Yeah. Is uh, is that the number, 200? I mean, I want a billion, but like... Okay. Dude, when, I feel like when you're going... There's so much to stem off what you're doing. Like when you're doing funny shit, there's so many different ways you can go. Um, so you're doing good. If, even though it's not like 200 million right now, you're doing good. 
Um, one thing I want to talk about, or do you want to say anything else on that before yeah. I move on? One thing I want to talk about is for people looking to grow their channels for like kids getting started. How did you grow your channels? What were things that you did and didn't do to work that did and did not work? Like advice for kids who are watching that want to or just how you did it. Just what, what you did. Cause obviously you did collaborations, like for me, it's right? like different. Not really, dude. I kind of did it all on my own. Like Chris was helping me in the beginning and then I just, but you got to keep building it. I just built it myself. I didn't really do collabs at all. Like I never collab. So what do you think a good thing? I, I, like, I, interesting. Genuine, I, I genuinely think though, like in not no cocky way in any way, mm -hmm. like I was just like, I can, I was just made to do this. Cause it's like, I can play any sport, like football, like at a, at a high level too. Like, cause like most people can't skate, you know? Yes. Like I can do like, you know what I mean? Tray flips and like 180 switch manuals and go down sets. Like, but I fucking suck at skating, but I, but I can do like everything like triathlons and like one handed catches and like fucking drop bombs in the baseball field, like any sport or like high, super high pain tolerance. So it's like, I can do all these super, uh, like all, all of this stuff. So it's like really easy for me to make content and people find me funny and I can go up to every single person and talk shit. Mm -hmm. And then like, I could fight fine if I needed to fight. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, for me, it was just like eat super easy. Like, I had already been doing all this shit in my life. So it was less about like strategies for you. There wasn't like, was these, like, like hacks. You were just creating content yeah, and, and that Chris, people liked. Chris Chan always says it too, like post good content. And that, it's, it's fucking that simple. It's like, dude, if you want to make money, fucking learn how to make money and make money. If you, like, you know what I mean? It's like super basic. If you want to get fast at running, go fucking run. So what you're saying is if you want to, if you want to create good content, create good content. Exactly. Like, fucking create good content. Like then. the Bruce Lee. If you want to get good at kick, kick. Yeah, yeah right? exactly, exactly. And too, too many people, or it's like investing. If you want to invest and fucking get started, like yeah. too many people don't totally. get started totally. or don't do anything. They just yeah. fucking sit and talk shit. Like, I mean, uh, I think that's good advice. I do too. Yeah. Create good content. I mean, that's like I came to LA. I fucking then you know someone's like do YouTube, so I fucking did YouTube, and then yeah, so it's like that simple. And I, I mean, dude, like there's a lot of like skill versus talent but i mean you obviously couch surfed and like put in a lot of work to do oh yeah 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 I, I didn't have a bedroom dude for like since i was 16 until i was like 24 so it's like eight years you know without even a bed which is pretty <laughs> shitty so it's like but i mean there's people worse than that you know that fucking come up yeah that don't even have any family like i at least had family you know i could go eat meals at their house like there's people that don't have shit that still succeed so it's like and people make excuses for no reason yeah, I mean, so yeah, you definitely like were putting in the work when you weren't making money, couch surfing, and obviously it paid off. What does your mom think of all this? I don't know. We just got a shit ton of animals now. <laughs> <laughs> but does she trip on this? Does she trip on this? Like, she has to, dude, because like I fuck, I have like the BMW i8 and shit, like the Tesla. I have like ten acres with like three houses on it. We got my goats just had babies today. Like, dude, we have like we have six goats, a mini horse. Fucking two pigs, like all that is unreal. A fucking farm, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a big thing too. Was like I grew up on like my grandpa had this private road, it was like a dirt road, and there was like you had like land, like yeah. each house had land, and my mom lost a house, so that was like my whole motive was gotcha. just to make money to buy yeah. the buy that fucking house back, and the guy wouldn't sell me the house back. He said no, no. So it was like an acre and a third. So I, like, and that was the house I grew up in. So I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to buy a bigger house then. So I went and bought five acre lot with like, nice. you know, for like 400 grand was yeah. like the house. So that was pretty cool. Tell us about the funny videos you make. Like I talked about the truck one. What was one of the craziest ones you've made? Just give us one. I, I, I used to like uh, going to the college campuses a lot and just like fucking with people. Well, no one likes the bully, you know, like if yeah. you're a bully or an asshole. So like for me, I could go to college campuses and like make fun of frat guys because everyone like hates on them 
So it was like a way for me to bully people without anyone talking shit, and everyone loved it. Have you ever gotten a legit fight uh, doing prank videos? Nah, no. Never. I'm waiting. We have the camera. Well, people like always talk shit, like because we have like a forty thousand dollar camera now. So when we walk around, people are like, "Yo, how much is that camera?" So we're just waiting right now to like uh, for someone to do that. And Dude, just, every time I watch prank videos, I'm like, "How do you not get in fights? Like it's so funny." When you do prank videos, the camera guy's right there with you. No, or no, they're hiding. They're like hiding. They're hiding. So how many times now? Like, do you go and do a prank on somebody, and the first thing you do is start looking for the camera? Does that happen a lot? Uh, well, I, I rarely do pranks anymore. I just did one at UCLA, though. It was pretty fun. Oh, you don't do them, do them that much? Just vlogs, I guess. Like, okay. the, my day, kind of. Like, the last one that we watched at... Uh, was the like Medieval some, Fair? Yeah. yeah, that shit's funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> well, yeah, watch my uh, UCLA one, like, the security guard prank at UCLA. I just okay. did on, like, a scooter. Okay. It, it's, it's good. All right, so, spoil the, the Medieval video. What happened? Someone tried to steal your safe? I'm going to watch it anyways. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, my friend's, like, ex-girlfriend was, like, there with him. I was in Florida for, like, a few months, and, like, she, like, in the middle of the night tried, like, stealing my safe. I have, like, a safe there, but it doesn't have fucking money in it. I lost the key, but I just, like, put it there. Like as a joke. Wait, she for real tried to steal it? Yeah, like put it on a towel, pulled it out the apartment, put it on my back porch. She had her friend in the car waiting. Yeah, right. I swear, watch, watch it. You'll but did you film it? No, I, I was in Florida. I Okay, so basically the reason why it's in the video is because I was pissed because none of my friends told me. They just like hid it from me. So like I hate fucking liars like more than anything. Yeah. So like when someone lies to me or like betrays my trust, it's like game over. I like, fucking hate you. Yeah. So like I was pissed. <laughs> I started calling everyone. I was like, yo, what the fuck? So I called like all these people and then I ended up getting in touch with the girl who stole the safe and like I talked to her on the phone and shit. It's pretty good. And I'm uh, like, in the video. Yeah, okay. yeah it's okay. funny. What, what's next for you? What's 19 look yeah, like? Yeah, let's talk about that. 19. Um, well, I'm going to milk this tour shit. Oh, you're going to have another tour? Yeah, so I'll just hit different cities with the same show. Oh, sick. The kids who missed out. Is it just you or is anyone else on the no. tour? Yeah, me, Can't. Cameron, um, this kid Kiwan. Uh, actually, do you know Omar? I used to work at uh, Diamond Supply Co.? I don't. Uh, well, him. He, he's like my DJ. He's cool. Okay. Um, and then like my filmer comes with, but it's like four of us on, on, on stage. How many a year are you going to do? Uh, I think this next one I'm doing like 25. And then, oh, so I filmed, so on my last tour, we bought like a red, like a camera and shit, the red Gemini. And like, that's we, what you do your, your videos with is a red now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. But we documented the whole tour and then I'm documenting the next one in March or April, whenever it is. And then we're putting those two together into like a, a documentary like for Netflix and then okay so that should go on Netflix hopefully like May 2020 and then that will promote like a bigger tour I'll do in like 2020 of summer that's gotcha. the plan at least oh that's awesome they may be like fuck you but yeah but CAA seems pretty no, confident man, they, there's so no, many I think places you could go with it I think yeah. they'll be good yeah. so many places you could go with it all right, dude. Well, that's, that's all. That's, those were the main things. So are there is, before we move on, is there anything else as far as strategy? If you want to create good content, create good content. What about like people that you worked with coming up? Like, but I, we talked about Chris Chan. Is there anyone else like that? Oh yeah. Um, with pranks, I worked with, uh, Andrew Hales. Okay. So I would definitely credit like Chris and him. They were probably the only, only few that really helped me. Okay. I guess gaining followers, those two. And then, uh, world star would post me up on instagram and stuff world star posted you yeah they yeah they like reached out to me this this dude jason who works for them he's like dude you're fucking hilarious like um let me help you like get bigger so he's like just send me any good videos you have or i'll find them and i'll post them so i think those people i guess are about it dude that's rad but i don't really like collabs i, I like the natural just like grow organically like yeah but that's my that's my that's me and i've heard casey neistat say like 
quantity over quality, but I think that's bullshit. Interesting, dude. Tell us something that, as far as Danny Duncan, the person. Shit, I don't know. I just try to do my best, I guess. Okay. Try to be okay. funny. Don't lie. Make everything real. Um, do crazy shit. Make nice, a lot, dude. Make a lot of money. I, I, I kind of like the whole, like, doing all the crazy stuff where people's like, he's a fucking idiot, but then, like, you know, like, investing and, in, like, doing all that shit, right? Yeah. But people not, a lot of people don't even fucking have a clue, but they just... Like when I would drive my Honda Fit with like the bullhorns and shit, it'd be funny like when we leave and people, you know, because everyone judges you or like if we're filming and they're like, these those kids are fucking losers and we get into this shitty car and drive off. But really, I have like millions of dollars, you know? Yeah. Like I love that yeah. like whole thing. And, and yeah, it's just funny. It's just, I like that. Like Dude, yeah, there, there's knowing. a total side of you that I had no idea about because all I've seen is like the pranks, right? That's yeah. all I've seen. But it's rad that you basically started off in athletics and you're like basically trying to help people come up. That was like your whole drive was helping people come up. Yeah. Um, which is, I thought was rad. I never knew that about you. Um, I think there's so much that you can do with what you have. Um, it's sick, man. So congrats. Thank you. You're killing it. Where, where can, for everybody that doesn't know, where can everybody find you? What's the best way to find you? At, at Danny Duncan 69. It's like all, all my ads. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. Like oh, I didn't know that. Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Okay, sick. YouTube. All right, dude. Well, hey, Danny came out today and he took time out of his day and Cameron, they came out here to our little agency loft slash space. So we appreciate you doing it, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.